So I was like totally bugging. You're like really pretty. What, like it's hard? Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I hope you all had a wonderful Labor Day. I I know I needed to take the time off. I just kind of relaxed. I really didn't do too much. I just wanted to hang out. So, yeah, um, a quick little update about my life. I got a new job, which is 100% like stunning because I finally got my dream job. I am now working for a nonprofit that does LGBTQ advocacy across the entire state of Wyoming. It's called Wyoming Equality, and I'm actually doing communications for them. So, yes, it's amazing. I get to work from home. I get to spend more time with my dogs. I'm not working until like 10 o'clock at night, so I can actually have dinner with my boyfriend, which is like all I wanted. And I get weekends off, like get health insurance. Like I finally got a big girl job and I'm so excited. I will keep you all updated on that. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. So today's episode is all about forgiveness. Um, Forgiveness is something that I have dealt with very recently, like a lot. Um, I'm not going to go into too much like detail about that. Um, but I, I feel like it's such a relevant issue in my life right now that I just want to sit down and talk to you guys about, about it. Like, I think, I think there's a lot of, um, misconceptions about forgiveness and I feel like it, well, forgiveness, right? It's so much easier said than done. Um, I think the actual process of forgiving somebody for hurting you or going behind your back or something like that, it it really takes a lot of self-reflection and it takes a lot of time. So yeah, let's like break down forgiveness. Let's talk about it. Let's kind of go in depth of what exactly forgiveness is and who it benefits, who like how you can grow from it all. I think it's just uh, something that we all have to deal with. Also, I want to throw a quick little um, note out there. If you guys hear like a dog barking or anything like that, my neighbor's dog is home alone and it likes to bark. So hopefully my dogs don't react too much to that because they're right here with me. But yeah, let's dive deeper into forgiveness. With forgiveness, most people, right, they just think it's, oh, I'm sorry, everything's okay, let's move on. But it's so much deeper than that. Forgiveness is, generally, it's an intentional decision to let go of any resentment and anger. And it's hard because here's the thing. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Because if you if you forgive somebody, you have to acknowledge what they did and you have to accept reality for what it is 
And you have to make the decision if you were going to hold on to this grudge and this anger and this hurt, or if you can make the decision to actually forgive. I think that when you forgive someone, you are letting go of something. And in some ways, it starts a new beginning of something. It's a chance to rebuild. It's a chance to really understand the person that you're forgiving and also understand yourself. You have to evaluate your morals, your ethics, your like what you want out of life. It really makes you dig deep inside yourself. Kind of like I had mentioned before, forgiveness is not a one-step process. And the way I think about forgiveness is that there's four different stages. And the first stage is hurt. Like, you are obviously feeling hurt about a situation, whatever it may be that happened. And you have a lot of anger and maybe even hatred towards someone who has wronged you, who has deceived you, betrayed you, gone behind your back. And if you don't want this stage of forgiveness to consume you, for lack of better words, I guess, what you have to do is communicate your feelings and your emotions. You can't hold it back and have like a passive aggressive attitude or be in denial about what happened. You have to communicate with that person. You have to say, hey, you hurt me. This is what you did. This is how I found out. And then you, from there, where do we go from here? The second stage of forgiveness is hate. It's very natural that you're going to hate somebody who caused you so much pain, so much heartache. And here's the thing. Do you really feel like carrying this hate and this negativity throughout your whole life? No. Like, you you can't do that. That's like drinking poison and expecting it to kill the other person. And if you don't want hate to control you, you have to shift your focus. It You have to focus on the positive. You have to focus on what's important to you. Now, the third stage is where things get a little bit manipulative. Um, I call the third stage the hook stage. And basically, it's an addiction to the power that you think you have over the other person. You almost go through this mentality that you start feeling that by not forgiving the other person, that you are becoming even more powerful over the situation, over the person, because you are drowning the other person in guilt. It's almost like this sadistic pleasure that we get from 
you know, making someone feel that guilt and holding on to it and throwing it in their face and constantly bringing it up. And if if you do those things, you can't really move on. There's no moving forward and there's no growth. And what that ends up leading to is resentment, which is the number one killer of relationships, whether it be platonic or romantic. And the final stage of forgiveness is healing. It's the idea and the acceptance that you have to keep moving on from one stage to another so that you can heal. You and the person who betrayed you both need to heal. It's, you know, even if the other person broke your heart or hurt you in a way that was so devastating. Even the other person has to heal from that. And forgiveness is the the cure for that. And it it's hard to accept the fact that the other person has to heal. It's very toxic but also very easy to get in the mindset that that person has nothing to heal from because the action or the behavior or the lie, anything like that, hurt you. So it's easy to get into this mentality that we are the only victim of whatever has transpired. And you have to look at it that both of you are affected by this because it's affecting the relationship that you have with that person. With those four stages, they they help us transition successfully from one stage to another. So it's almost, it's in order, right? It's not like grief where you can feel this or the different stages of grief in, in different order right? Like you have to go through these in the order that I just told you to really enter the healing process. And I think that we have to talk about how do, how do you even do that? How do you enter those stages of forgiveness? And how are we supposed to reach the healing stage? And the way that I personally think about it is that there are seven steps to forgiveness. Now, this is different, right? There are stages of forgiveness, and then there are steps that you have to take in order to get there. The first step of forgiveness is acknowledging your pain. You can't just throw away the fact that you were hurt. You have to acknowledge the pain and that hurt that you feel in your heart, your soul, your body. And you have to be aware of what is actually hurting you. Is it the action or is it the other person? The first step to forgiveness is to really get in touch with your feelings and your emotions and not letting them get the best of you, you know, thinking logically. And this is something I struggle with and I always have. I mean, even my coach, 
um, in college told me, you know, he said, Santi, you think emotionally, you don't think logically. So that's something that I'm working on. But it's so important because you can't let your emotions take over. Step two is thinking before you decide. You have to critically, logically think before you make any sort of decision. You have to think about what actually caused you pain. And you have to also think, is it really worth so much effort? Before you decide not to forgive the other person, make sure that you have considered all possible arguments and all possible outcomes. It's if you make a decision based on one thing, it's not a rational decision. And that can lead to, you know, regret or feelings of guilt. And again, it's so much easier said than done, but you have to weigh all the factors to make sure that you are actually capable of forgiving the other person. The third step is accepting the past. Now, this is something I personally struggle with. And it's so hard to let go of these things. And it can lead to retroactive jealousy, which it's hard because it takes your focus away from the present. And you have to, and you have to be ready to accept what happened in the past. It's, you can't change the past. You can't change what happened. And because of that, you can't hold grudges from the past. If you do, it's, it just, again, it leads to so much resentment. So accepting the past is one of the absolute most important steps to forgive someone who has caused you so much pain. The fourth step after all the contemplation is now to decide whether you really want to forgive or not. Honestly, I think that this stage of forgiveness actually decides whether you'll begin or end the process of forgiveness. The fifth step to forgiveness is making amends. If you decide to forgive the other person, it's time to repair the relationship. It completely depends on you to decide what the intensity of the relationship is going to be. And if you can trust the other person fully, if you can see yourself actually moving past this, you have to make amends, leave the past behind, and focus on a new beginning. Honestly, it's forgiving someone is truly the opportunity to start anew. And even though it's hard to look towards the future rather than looking on the, at the past, it's the only way to grow. 
and to make the relationship possibly better than it was before. Step number six is taking back a lesson from what happened. It's a time to focus on and think about what's more important to you. Is it the anger and the resentment or is it the peace that forgiveness offers you? Think about what the forgiveness did for you. And again, forgiveness is not for the other person. It's always for your own good, for your peace of mind, for your well-being. You can't think about how the other person will feel about you forgiving them, especially if they don't even feel like they deserve forgiveness. You have to focus on how you were letting go of something and not letting it define you or the future that you can build for yourself. Now, the final step is truly forgiving. This is the most important step because here is where you get to start healing. And it honestly doesn't even have to be like this announcement. And if this is a person that you choose to not pursue a further relationship with, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's, what am I trying to say here? You don't even have to tell the other person that you forgive them. As long as you know in your heart that you forgive them, it's it's how you move forward. Something that's very interesting to me about forgiveness is that it truly affects your mental health, whether you realize it or not. By forgiving someone, you are reducing any depression or anxiety that you might have. And I, I think that's because what, what causes my anxiety is letting what happened in the past get into my head and think that the cycle is going to repeat. And like this is something that's I've had major panic attacks over this. And honestly, I still am. And it's the anxiety is the worst part. However, forgiving someone is also, it's a process of grief. And I, I feel like people think about grief only in the context of when somebody passes away. But that's not always the case. If something hurt you, you you were grieving a part of the relationship that in a way almost died, if that makes sense, whether that be the relationship itself whether that be 
you know, losing trust, something is is no longer there that has to be revived. And grieving is not it's not linear, you know, and and while like for me with what's happened recently, of course, you know, the first step that I went through of grieving was denial. I I didn't want to accept what had happened. I didn't want to accept it as the truth. I didn't want to think that this person could have hurt me so badly. And it about took me out. Um, I'm not going to even sit here and lie to you guys. Like, I feel like this is a space where I am very transparent about my life and the things I struggle with. I have recently been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and as well as being bipolar and with we I I plan on doing a whole episode about you know being bipolar and having borderline personality disorder but with both of those there comes suicidal ideation and it's really sad um, when you look at the statistics of people who have borderline personality disorder that about 80% of people with this um, have attempted suicide and have, I think it's about 10% have been successful in that. And I, I, I'm I'm telling you right now, I, I, I'm going to say it first I have no intentions of ending my life that's not what I'm saying here however that idea has come up in my mind not necessarily the like this is how I'm gonna do it this is how I you know want like any sort of planning or actually thinking about doing it it's more so thinking everybody would be better off if I wasn't around or I wish I was never born or I wish this situation never happened. It's a lot of thinking about you. Um, And it's really hard. It's, It's really hard to go through that. And it's something I haven't, really spoken about um almost ever (laughs) it's not something that I feel like you talk about but again I feel like this is a space where I can be fully transparent and open about my mental health and the things I've experienced in my life I um yeah uh I don't at the moment, I don't feel like going into much more detail about that. But yeah, I was I was down bad after this situation happened. And I the mood swings that I would have, I would go from being so depressed to where I didn't leave my bed, not even to like go to the bathroom. Like I just I was a zombie to feeling so much rage and anger. And thinking about 
how much I wanted to hurt the other person that did this. And while I have gone through all the steps of forgiveness and all the stages, it doesn't mean that it's not going to come up in some way. It's the same, you know, when somebody in your life passes away, that initial hurt is so intense. And then, you know, you eventually move on and you're eventually okay. But then, you know, a random day out of nowhere, that grief comes up again and it can affect you. It's maybe not as intense as it was after somebody, you know, after the person had passed away, but it it still hurts. And it's a little piece of you that is... I always think of it like this, right? When somebody hurts you, think of it like stabbing you, right? At first, you're feeling an intense amount of pain. You're, that's all you can focus on. But eventually, you start to heal. But you are always left with a scar. And over time, you you don't focus on the scar, you know, your your attention is, it goes somewhere else. But that scar is always going to be there. And there's times where you'll look at it and it just, you remember the pain. It's not, like I said, it's not as intense, but you will remember it. And it's it's not funny, but I, I, I think about my medical trauma. I think that's how I made this, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This, uh, I'll say example because I don't know what I'm looking for. But, you know, I, if you don't know, I have a gigantic scar on my stomach after having six surgeries on it. And at first I was in so much pain about it. I was, I, my self-esteem and the way I saw myself was so negative. But now I can look at my scar and I overcame something that I thought I would never overcome. And with that, it shows a lot of resilience. It shows growth. And while, you know, I really don't have anybody to forgive um, with my gigantic scar, it's it, it's still there. There's a lot of hurt there. There's a lot of pain there. But yeah, sorry that I kind of was all over the place right there. Um, I just... The, the wheels in my head just kind of kept going and I, I didn't want to stop. On top of being beneficial for your mental health, there's quite a few other benefits to forgiveness. One, I, I guess this ties into mental health, but it's a restoration of positive thinking. Another one is it's a restoration of relationships. I, I kind of touched on that earlier, so I'm not going to, you know, dive too much into that. But I think the thing that's most interesting to me is that it can raise your self-esteem. I feel like when you go through a traumatic event that, you know, ultimately hurt you in a way, our self-worth and our self-esteem plummet to rock bottom. And once you finally decide to forgive, you start feeling better about yourself. You start feeling better about 
what you are worth, what you contribute to the relationship. And it's just amazing that by forgiving someone, you were able to have this new outlook on yourself. Another benefit of forgiveness is I think you learn a greater capacity for conflict management. I think that by going through something traumatic, you you shift your focus from being passive aggressive to being direct to the point, not beating around the bush, not not waiting for the other person to admit what they did because they never will, right? I mean, maybe they will, who knows? But it it really teaches you how to handle these hard conversations that you have to have in a relationship. Now, while I believe in forgiveness and giving somebody a second chance, I know that not all situations are like that. And you will come across situations in your life where sometimes it's okay not to forgive someone. And I know that kind of goes against what we had talked about previously, but it's like I said, forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. And I I think by not acknowledging or letting the other person know that they're forgiven, it, it changes the relationship. It, it lets go of something and I'm like, it's, it's so hard to even explain. And like I said, it, it kind of goes against everything I already talked about, but I guess, yeah, that's the, the quick little message is sometimes it's okay not to forgive the other person and it's okay to move on and end that relationship. Now, how does a relationship change in a relate in a relationship um there's quite a few a few things that you have to remember that your your relationship is going to shift it's it'll never be the same as what it was and it can go you know one of two ways it can be better than it ever was or it can be worse than it ever was but the decision is up to you if you truly want it to be better again you can't bring up the past you can't throw it in their face you can't hold on to it and by doing those things right the exact opposite will happen you will make the relationship worse when you hold on to the pain and the sorrow and the heartbreak of the situation that happened, it's taking away so much of your focus on love and those genuine feelings you might feel if it's a romantic partner or the bond that you have if it's a platonic relationship. And by forgiving, you are welcoming love back into your heart. 
I know that that kind of sounds a little cheesy, but it opens your mind to thinking more about the positives of the relationship. And one thing that I always think about, well, for me in this situation that I found myself in, is I can't focus on the one thing that this person did wrong and throw away all the things that they have done right. It's, I think forgiveness requires empathy. If you are not empathetic for other people, I don't think forgiveness is possible. It's so weird to right it's you have to put yourself in another person's shoes and think about how you would feel it's so hard especially like for me i am a huge empath i i really take on a lot of feelings that are not my own like if i see somebody cry i'm probably going to cry i i cry like in movies and tv shows i i cry a lot Is that because I'm emotionally unstable or is it because my zodiac sign is cancer? We could like we could make all the arguments for that. Right. But I think at the end of the day, I am just truly an empathetic person. And I feel like so many people aren't, which is so weird to me. I don't I think it's people who can separate their emotions from logical thinking right i don't know it's it's the weirdest thing for me like i just feel like empathy is is key to to forgiving to building meaningful relationships with another person and i think it's it it, it, you have to also differentiate empathy and sympathy right so empathy is putting yourself in another person's shoes and acknowledging the feelings that they are feeling whereas sympathy is feeling I don't want to say feeling bad for the other person but maybe like validating their feelings you know reassuring them that their feelings are valid and comforting them it's they're two very different things and well they're similar in some ways but they are very very different I feel like it's easier to have sympathy than it is to have empathy. I know forgiveness is a super heavy topic. um, And it's not easy for everybody. It, It really takes a lot. And I, I hope that by listening to this episode, that you are able to, if you're not able to forgive as easy, I hope this offers some clarity on how to do that. I'm not saying forgiveness is easy. I'm just saying some people would rather forgive and some people would rather not. It's, I mean, it really depends on you and what you want out of the relationship and what you want out of life. Um. Again, this is something I've had to deal with 
a, a lot recently and you know feeling all the emotions and trying to keep some sort of like normalcy in my everyday life it's it's hard right because sometimes you have to put on a face even though you are drowning in your own emotions and it, it's so hard like for me you know this uh, I was still working my other job and I, I think I've mentioned it before, right? I, I worked at a restaurant. So I was constantly interacting with other people and I would, you know, be so in my feelings. And then as soon as I showed up to work and started like getting tables and taking care of people, I had to put on a face and I had to just act like everything was okay. And, you know, it, it it, it's so true when people say be kind because you never know what someone's going through. And I I mean, fuck, like, <laughs> it's so true, you know? I just experienced this. Um, but the situation that happened to me, um, it... It's in the process of healing. <laughs> it's like I said, it's not linear. Um, however, we're getting there. Me and this other person, we are we are getting there. Um, and to be honest, there's literally two people that know what has happened. Um, and again, it's it's just something I don't want to go into detail with with. Like, I, I love you all and I trust you all. However, this is something that's so personal to me that I, I can't just throw it out there. Maybe not yet. You know, who knows? Maybe in a year I'll be ready to talk about it publicly. Um, but, yeah, just want to offer you some reassurance that even though I am still moving on from what happened, I'm okay. Um, I, again, I don't have any feelings of like hurting myself or hurting others. Um, I, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm taking it day by day and I'm not letting the past get me so, you know, like directing my attention on the past to where I can't focus on what's happening at the moment because genuinely I have so many things to be happy for and I have to remember that but it's also important to remember that even though things are you know even though like people have it worse and people you know what am I trying to say you're allowed to feel shitty about things that make you feel shitty do you know what I mean like I feel like people are so quick to be like oh just move on or you know, don't be sad. Like, that's something I've been told a lot in my life. You know, don't be sad. Just be happy. No, you're you are entitled to your own emotions and to feel to feel what you feel, especially if something shitty happened. Um, but yeah, it's this has been a crazy episode. I feel like I've been kind of all over the place. Um, I'm not going to lie. I really didn't write that much of an outline for this. I kind of just. You know, I, of course, I wrote like the four stages and the se uh, seven steps, but I kind of just let my heart take over. Um, there's some points that I, you know, after 
talking um I felt were kind of like irrelevant and that I had already almost like covered already but yeah um I hope you have all found this episode helpful thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable with you all um thank you for being here I appreciate you more than you ever know this is seriously this is almost like my second therapy and it's it's really nice for me and all the support that I received still is so amazing I'm eternally grateful for everything um I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about next week just yet um I guess maybe I could talk about like my diagnoses and being bipolar and having BPD um or I could have fun with next week's episode I guess we'll just see how it goes um so yeah uh, definitely I want you to share your the way you feel about this episode and the way that you know you forgive people what your process looks like I just I think it's so fascinating to hear other people's experiences or other other people's views on certain topics so definitely message me on instagram you know at she's just a girl pod make sure you're following at she's just a girl pod make sure you're following my social media at santi x morello um again everything's linked in the podcast description and i will talk to you all next week so again thank you and i'm so excited i'm i feel relieved after this episode and yeah so anyways goodbye have a great week i hope you all have a fabulous weekend and make your week amazing all right